0: That's right. It says it all. What is trending right now on social media? Hashtag Hicks to Norman has been trending all day long because the day that we finally waited on legitimately Parker Thune and I have been talking about David Hicks to Norman for about 10 months now. And finally, today is decision day, 90 minutes. We will uh, find out if David Hicks is going to indeed be the first five-star defensive lineman to commit to OU in a... uh, in a long, long, long time. And, Parker, um, it's, as much as we talked about it, it's crazy that this day is finally here. I, I'm wondering what other hats are going to be on the table for David Hicks outside of that OU and A&M hat. I, anyone there? Is there a Bama hat going to be on the table, or is this just a two-horse race at this point? Yeah,
1: I don't know. Guys have gotten very creative with their commitment announcements as of late, so maybe it's not a traditional hat type of thing. I, I don't even know how this is all going to go down. But regardless of how it does go down, There's only going to be one proverbial hat on the table that matters, Tyler, and it's the hat that most everyone expects DJ Hicks to pick circa 3.30 Central Time.
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound like there's – like A&M, of course, as you would imagine, tried to make a late push this week. it would be top ten player nationally. Number one defensive lineman, of course that they did. But no one is really starting to, uh uh-oh, watch out for A&M down the stretch. Watch out for A&M today. Something funny could happen here. You basically think this is all but done, correct? I mean, you don't want to count anything as a for sure thing in recruiting, but it feels like you, me, and everyone else feel like really good about this ninety minutes leading up to this. This, thing.
1: this has felt all but done since the party at the palace in late July, and so in reality, it was all—it it was really just a matter of whether DJ Hicks was going to take any other official visits before he officially locked it in. Uh, lo and behold. As we sit less than 90 minutes from the decision from Hicks, the only official visit he has on the schedule is one to the University of Oklahoma, which kind of speaks volumes for what we seem to already know, which is that he's going to be a Sooner at 3.30. Man, this has been quite the road
0: uh, to this day, right? I mean, again, we've been talking about David Hicks for quite some time, but what he moved closer to A&M or closer to College Station, not because of Texas A&M, but – he did move a little bit closer, which made everyone nervous. There was definitely a time where it felt like AM was the leader and probably eventually going to get David Hicks. Now, that was back in, like, March or April when we're talking about that. But if there was a defining moment in this recruitment, it does kind of feel like it was at the party of the Palace. Now, OU had some momentum going into that event, but I don't know if that's the day that we're always going to be talking about with this recruitment, Parker, but that really feels like –
1: like you said, like that's when it was decided this was a done deal. Yeah, and there were those that believed, and I think it was a firm belief across the industry that OU had a slight lead for DJ Hicks leading up to the party at the Palace, and it had been that way since the winter. Really, ever since not too long after Brent Venables and Todd Bates arrived on the scene at Oklahoma, but the lead was minimal to the point where it was probably 55-45 between OU and AM. and after the party of the palace, that really solidified OU as the clear leader and made it abundantly evident that OU was either either going to have to screw this up or AM was going to have to pull out a bag for the ages. I don't know who thinks they're funny on the text line from the
0: 918. Any chance OU gets Robert Meacham at 3.30 Central today? Wow. Hey, no bad vibes going into this thing, all right? That was like 15 years ago, but it's still too soon. 99% going to OU, I believe was what Robert Meacham said, and he ended up playing for the Tennessee Volunteers uh, back in the day. But, uh, no, oh, Gina Mitchell even wearing a ref T-shirt today. She's all in on getting David Hicks at 3.30 today on ESPN2. So we got all the good vibes today. This is great, man. And uh, Text Line, help us out here. This would be the biggest commitment. Let's. This would be the biggest signing. How about that? Because I know OU's had – um, other legitimate players committed that may have not made it to campus. Parker, I'll start with you, then we'll get to the text line. This would be the biggest signing for OU in recruiting since when? What are we talking about here?
1: Oh, That's a good question. Because, well, you, here's the thing. I think it's e- it's a lot easier to look back in hindsight at what a player became and say... Yeah, that signing carried a lot of weight, but it's really not as easy to say that in the moment. For for instance, just to pick one particular example, when the Sooners signed CeeDee Lamb back in 2017, obviously people figured he was going to be good at the University of Oklahoma. I don't think uh, anybody figured with any degree of certainty, at least that he was going to be a three years and done future NFL superstar type of player. So, in hindsight, you can look back on CeeDee Lamb and say, yeah, that signing was significant. But did anybody think that in the moment? Did anybody think, oh, this is a game-changer at the University no, of Oklahoma when CeeDee Lamb Because you've so, got good receiver play before. Exactly. So, with that in mind, man, you got to go back a ways, I think.
0: I mean... Like, I think you can make an argument here that it could be Gerald McCoy, man. And, and here's why I say that. Because we got to remember the shortcomings that you've had defensively over the past decade and how long we've been talking about when is OU going to get those five-star dudes up front again, right? I mean, you've heard it a thousand times, the Tommy Harris, the Gerald McCoys of the world. You've gotten good quarterback play, and you've gotten good running backs. You've gotten good wide receivers, but defensive line is really what you've been missing, and this kind of sends a message as you go to the SEC saying we're about to get really good defensive uh, defensive depth and defensive talent in recruiting, unlike we have it previously. So I think that there is an argument to be made. It's the biggest signing you would have gotten in the past decade, just because you've been, you've recruited every other position for the most part so well, except this one.
1: I, t- I tend to agree. Like Based on what I think DJ Hicks is going to end up becoming as a football player, I think I would agree. I think you can go all the way back to Gerald McCoy, in my mind at least as far as defensive players. If you're going all the way across the board, I mean maybe Joe Mixon in 2014. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, yeah that so, was that was a big. I mean maybe a guy like that, but defensively, yeah, I think you go all the way back to Joe McCoy.
0: Uh someone on the text line says, "Yes, this would be the biggest since uh since uh, Tommy Harris, uh since Joe Mixon is on here." So we're at least going. So what was Joe Mixon was the day after or two days after you beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. So we're talking about early twenty fourteen. So we're talking about over eight years ago here. And with Tommy Harris, you got him um going into the two thousand and one season. He was a two thousand recruit. We're talking about twenty two years ago. So for all of you out there that are either casual observers of OU football recruiting or you're hardcore, you know everyone that's on the board, like this is massive. And it's no guarantee that this guy's going to turn into an all-conference or an all-American player, but this sends a message, I-, I think. And now that you've gotten a really good core defensive lineman up front, I think it signals to everyone else in the country, recruit-wise, Parker, that hey, OU's a place you want to be. You're going to get developed here. Like this isn't the last big-time defensive lineman OU's going to get. No, it's in- in not. In fact, they've already gotten several in this class, and they're going to get they're going to get some more in 2024.
1: No, and look, Tyler, as you mentioned. There's no guarantee that DJ Hicks turns into an All-American type performer. But as you look across the board in this 2023 class, he is as sure a thing as they come. So what you're banking on and what you in all likelihood have if you get a commitment from DJ Hicks in a little over an hour is you have a very key building block to a championship defensive unit. This is the type of commitment. This is the type of individual. This is the type of player around which you can build a dominant defense at the collegiate level and a defense that's going to not only hold its own, but excel not just in the Big 12, but once you get to the SEC as well. I love the text line. God, it's so perfect
0: because initially when I ask a question and ask them to help out with something, like for the first two and a half minutes, Parker, they really sit down and think like, I think Tommy Harris is a good answer here. Yeah, maybe even Joe Mixon. And then after about two and a half minutes, they, they turn into just the uh, jokey joke makers on there. Uh, this is the biggest since Jacob Gutierrez. I don't know who <laughs> sent that in the 817, but I did laugh at that. I want you to know that. That was, that was pretty good. But, no, I, um, I tend to look at things, especially recruiting, like, big picture. Like, what does it mean overall for not only the now but the future? And I think when you look at David Hicks and if he picks OU at 330 and you look at the other defensive talent that's spread across the board with this class, it it signifies to me that BV is going to get the necessary talent defensively to win a national championship. I don't think that that's going to be an issue moving forward. Like, do they have the talent on the team right now to win a national championship? Maybe not. But will they have that talent in two years The way that they're recruiting, it feels like that's going to be the case. So there's several pieces that this program, I think, had to accomplish, Parker, to get back to where they could legitimately win another title. They had to get better talent defensively, and that looks like it's well on its way. Now, the next piece is development, and there's some other things that have to go there as well. But I think the biggest piece is getting the right talent in. And clearly by this class and even last year's class, how they closed – they're, they're going to get talent in. Like, that's the big picture view of this for me.
1: Well, and you need elite talent to build an elite defense, right? You can build a good defense, as we've seen at programs like Oklahoma State and Kansas State. You can build a good, above-average defensive unit with solid mid-grade recruits that you just develop the heck out of, but if you want to build a truly elite defensive unit, that just hasn't been done in college football, at least not in recent years or even recent decades, without elite recruiting. And so you look at this class across the board for OU, and sure, it's going to start with DJ Hicks, but you look at the likes of PJ Dabarre, Colton Vasek, Derek LeBlanc, Samuel Omicigo, Makari Vickers. This is the type of class that has the opportunity to be transformational for Oklahoma from a defensive standpoint and it is no secret right that if Oklahoma is going to ascend to national championship contention once again they're going to have they're going to need excuse me vastly improved play on the defensive side of the ball and that's why Brent Venables is your head coach right Oklahoma's never going to struggle to score points that hasn't been an issue for a quarter century But the bugaboo for the Sooners so often over the past two decades has been the defense. And most specifically, you look back at 2017 and 2018, two offenses that were quite unquestionably the best in college football in those given years. But the defenses were just so bad that the college football playoff semifinal was the ceiling for Oklahoma. Well, you bring in enough of the DJ Hickses and Colton Vosicks and Makari Vickers of the world, guess what? You're gonna break right on through that ceiling. And pretty quick here in Norman, Oklahoma, you're gonna have the opportunity to not just get to a national championship but win one.
0: Few texts on the air cover solutions text line before we hit a break. As much as the D line recruiting is impressive, the linebacker recruiting is also stacked. Looks like they did a good job evaluating with the backers, man, especially with Samuel Omasigo.
1: Somebody said Dalton Wood says hello.
0: Yeah, d- hey, come on! What are you guys doing? All right, I mean, I I am laughing at some of these, but this takes me back to like a two month period where is Dalton Wood going to show up on campus? What's Dalton Wood? What's going on with Dalton Wood? He's got family issues back home.
1: Oh, where man.
0: was he from? He was from McAllister, right? McAllister, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah. So let's Jeez. let's hope there are no parallels between him and Eric McCarty. But yeah, linebacker has been a point of strength for Oklahoma in this recruiting class when you look at Alma Caleb Spencer, Phil Pachati, and the like. I love this text on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I remember when Adrian Peterson committed and hearing people say, I don't care about a player that hasn't played it down. They cared a few months later.
0: Yeah, they did. They carried game one. Uh, they cared game one when they saw him against Bowling Green. They said, oh, yeah, this guy different. He's exactly what everyone said he was going to be. Uh, interesting one from the eight five oh. Buki, hear me out. At the time he was the highest ranked corner we had gotten in a long time, and at a time when the defense was a question mark. Yeah. Like, here's I my t- hang up mm. with that one. But you got him away from Nebraska, right? Like you're getting Hicks away from AM, Alabama. Like you're you're getting him away from the I'm not calling AM the prime teams of the SEC, but understand what I mean here. Like, Everyone wanted David Hicks. I'm not so sure everyone wanted Buki a few years ago.
1: Oh, somebody said Trey Matoir is wanting to peep in this conversation. You guys are unbelievable. Uh, Ahmed <laughs>
0: Ka- Ahmed
1: Kaba, uh, Ahmad Kaba. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. This listener asks Parker, do you think from what you've seen from both Hicks and Adabare, they'll be major contenders for reps as freshmen? Uh, yes, absolutely. If they, I would say. There are three players, at the very least, on this defensive front that I believe are going to play a significant amount their freshman year. DJ Hicks, P.J. Adabare, and Colton Vosick, man, because that kid is a budding superstar. We talk a lot about DJ Hicks and P.J. Adabare, and rightfully so, because they're the five stars, but I I am not sure there are four or five more talented edge rushers in America than Colton Vosick.
0: So, like, every week on social media, like every Friday night, Saturday morning, you see, or at least I see, two players on my timeline. Like, whoa, Jackson Arnold lit it up again. Five-star quarterback commit to OU. I see Jackson Arnold highlights, and I see Colton Vosick destroying people uh, down in the Austin area as well. And there's actually an article out on On3 talking about the top performers in high school football this past week and out of everyone in the country Colton Vosick was mentioned on there that's cuz he's a beast and he's having a fantastic year and another major recruiting win this staff has been able to get it is uh it's pretty incredible man but yeah 3:30 on ESPN2 five star David Hicks going to make his announcement keep it locked right here on the ref all day long uh we'll have you covered uh best coverage i promise you of uh, David Hicks picking between OU and Texas A&M but for today I'm at Mitchell's here in Norman, Mitchell's Jewelry, because we've got a diaper drive going on, Parker. That's right. Um, the the uh, baby pantry here—they need diapers. All right, size five and six, pull-up size two T to three T, uh, three T to four T, and four T to five T. They are looking for unscented diaper wipes as well. So come off, don't, come up, come come out here to Mitchell's. Donate if you can. If you can go buy. Go buy somewhere, buy some diapers, donate it. The ref is a a big part of this as well. We would really, really appreciate it. The ref mobile is even out here. So if you don't know where Mitchells is at, just go Main Street and Norman. You're going to see the ref mobile right there. You can't miss it. Maybe Casey and Brian will even let you drive the ref mobile around the parking lot if you donate some diapers. Probably not, but worth a shot, right? All right, it's Locked In with McComas and Thune. More to come next. Keep it locked right here on the ref. Happy David Hicks Day to all of you out there celebrating. And I think everyone listening to the show is celebrating David Hicks Day today. Five-star defensive lineman going to commit in about an hour on ESPN2. You can watch that live or just tune in to the ref. Like everyone else across the country is Walton, Nebraska today, Parker. Hello. Uh Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Littleton, Colorado. Fairfax, Virginia. Decatur, Georgia. And our small town of the day. How about it? I just randomly clicked on it. Fort Gibson, Oklahoma. Hey, is in today how via the about resident, it? Huh? Yeah, even Fort Gibson, Oklahoma likes what OU is going to get in uh, Cruton today. And as I'm looking at the map, I'm seeing a lot of people listening in the state of Florida today and in the path of the hurricane. I'm seeing Tampa on here. I'm seeing, uh, seeing Port St. Lucie. So I appreciate all of you still listening in the state of Florida today, but be safe. Be safe down there. That's how big this David Hicks commitment is, Parker, is a hurricane can be de- bearing down on you, but they need up-to-the-minute information <laughs> on the latest with the five-star defensive line.
1: Hey, the man, the ref army, they are like no other. We appreciate all of you. Definitely, if you're in the state of Florida, like Tyler Stead, stay safe. Excuse me. Uh, hopefully everything turns out okay. Uh, obviously a very uh, touch-and-go situation right now. With Hurricane Ian. But prayers to all of you. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday. Nonetheless. And a very happy DJ Hicks day.
0: From the Twitter page. Of Coach J.R. Sandlin at OU. He says. The hashtag chosen23. At OU football class. Is going to be the best to date. In OU history books. Just watch OU recruiting. Rocket ship emoji. Hashtag OU DNA. Now. I, there's some services, I think maybe Rivals goes back to 2002, maybe, 24-7. I'm not sure exactly what how far they go back, but it's not only back to 2002. Like, in terms of the actual recruiting classes that have been ranked, if OU finishes at number two, which they will be number two at the end of today, by the way, it will, J.R. Salem's right, it will be their
1: highest ranked class ever. Yeah, it sure will be, and <laughs> they're not done they are far from done. You still have the opportunity to add another five-star in Peyton Bowen. You've still got the opportunity to add another top 100 player into Celia Kana. You've still got the opportunity to add another blue chip safety in Ryan Yates. You're still in it for Caden McDonald, as well as Johnny Bowens. Uh, obviously, people have their opinions on the Malachi Coleman situation, but it says a lot about where Oklahoma's at right now as a program and It says a lot about where the recruiting class is at, that they might just end up saying thanks, but no thanks to another top 100 player.
0: Yeah. Hey, let me throw this in here real quick. Um, Always proud of the Ref Army, but you guys are awesome. This text says, as a Ref Army member that does not live in the Metro, please tell me how I can participate in the diaper drive. Well, um, you can do that online, actually. So uh, donations are accepted online. Listen closely to this. CCFI Norman. That's ccfinorman.org backslash donate. Or you can go to the Amazon wish list and just search Diaper Need Awareness Week. Again, ccfinorman.org backslash donate. And then comment uh, comment to Baby Pantry slash diapers on that. Or Amazon wish list, just search Diaper Need Awareness Week. But thank you to the uh, Ref Army for uh, donating today. And this is all for the uh, children and uh, family, the Center for children's and Families, I should say. So you
1: don't have any uh, 11th-hour nerves here for David Hicks, correct? You all good here? All good vibes? I'm comfortable saying I don't have any 11th-hour nerves. I understand if there are many who do because it is a five-star. It is a guy that you would hate to lose when it seems like you got him all but locked down. But I'm pretty comfortable asserting that there aren't going to be any shenanigans course i i guess there was a bomb threat at his school earlier yeah the text line was cl- quick to blame that on jimbo fisher and his mischief but that's uh, so awesome that aside i i don't see how this goes sideways for ou i think dj hicks is a sure yeah. in one hour
0: yeah and, and and the big reason for that is it doesn't sound like the decision was made today or last night or two weeks ago it felt like the decision was made about a couple months ago like, especially coming out of that Party on the Palace event. So, feels like he's pretty much made that call now for a couple months, and A&M's tried to change his mind. Heck, Parker, he's been at College Station this season, what, twice? And hasn't been to Norman at, at all this season, correct? Last time he was in Norman was the Party on the Palace, right?
1: Yeah, and he's visited. he visited Texas A&M back-to-back weeks. Of course, the first of those weeks was to watch them get beat by Appalachian State, which was uh, not a not a great ad for all things Aggie, uh, but attended the next week as well when a and visited Miami. And that's what kind of got some people nervous. But from my understanding, uh, DJ Hicks took those two visits to A&M just to kind of give the Aggies a final shot and see if they could change his mind. And from everything I have heard, from the conversations I've had with sources, it does not appear as though the Aggies were successful in doing that and you can safely conclude that Oklahoma is going to be the landing spot. Santa John on the text line asks, Parker, in view of the magnitude of today's commitment, why are you still in town? I would have thought you would have driven down to Katy. Well, I might have have a coworker or two that are in Katy right now.
0: Uh, This text says, let's have a dumb best-case scenario fun. As long as this class holds up and Hicks is a sooner, it's 2024. What does OU's defensive line look like?
1: Uh, mostly of guys in this class, Ooh. I would imagine. Okay, this let's, is what it looks like. Let's play this out here. I think DJ Hicks is one thousand percent a starter on that defensive line. I think R. Mason Thomas is one thousand percent a starter. The question becomes: Is Ethan Downs still around? Because if Ethan Downs is still around at that point, he's certainly a starter. He'd be a senior. If not, man is. It's tough because do you go PJ Adabare or do you go Colton Vosick? I could see edge?
0: Ethan Downs being a four-year guy and I'm not that that's like no indication of what player type of player that I think he is but I mean he's out pretty open he and his family about how much they like OU and with a monster year next year maybe that changes but I I could see Ethan Downs being a four-year guy. I don't think that's crazy.
1: No, I don't think it is either, but I also think he's talented enough that he can have a big enough junior season that his NFL draft stock will soar. No so doubt. I'm not, I'm, I'm not yeah. taking that as a foregone conclusion that he'll be back for year four. He's also he's also engaged. He got engaged this last, last offseason, so I don't know whether that factors into it, whether he's a little bit more eager to get off to the NFL to support his family at that point, but... I think you you certainly hope that Ethan Downs is a four-year guy and it's back in 2024 because at that point, he has the opportunity to be one of the most disruptive pass rushers in the entire nation. Uh, text
0: line saying David Stone, and you haven't gotten a commitment from David Stone just yet, but he's a part of the 2024 class, originally from, what, Dell City? He's playing at IMG Academy in Florida this year, and there's been a thought for a long time that OU is going to get David Stone, who will be one of the best defensive linemen in next year's class. So... That's a tough game to play, Parker, because normally when we're talking about an OU starting defensive line, you're talking about four, five, maybe six legitimate guys there to choose from. There's like eight or nine guys here in a couple of years, if not more, that we may be talking about.
1: No joke, man. And you can't discount the guys currently on the roster either. Like you can project three years and you can say, um, well, sure, by that point, Hicks is going to be a cornerstone. LeBlanc could be as well. But you also got to figure, okay, what what does somebody like Alton Tarber look like at that point? Obviously, he wasn't nearly as ballyhooed of a recruit as DJ, Hick or, DJ Hicks or Derek LeBlanc. But uh, do you end up getting a, you end up milking a pretty nice career out of somebody like that to the point where, uh, especially with a couple years up on these other guys, uh, he's in the rotation as well?
0: By the way, it's uh, it was the quietest crystal ball that I think has ever been thrown out there. But it (laughs) happened today because it happened on David Hicks Day. But uh, Brandon Drum of OUInsider.com threw in a crystal ball today for uh, four-star linebacker Peyton Pierce out of uh, Lovejoy, Texas. And he's actually a guy that Parker and I have been talking about for quite some time. This this kid's a really, really good player for the 2024 class. But everyone's going to forget that he put that crystal
1: ball in because he did it today. Yeah, I think he actually did it last night. But, did he do it last night? Uh, yeah, well, so the, the word I only saw was I saw today. The word was uh Peyton Pierce was in town over the weekend and then was right back at Oklahoma yesterday. So we've talked a lot about his extensive ties to the university. Great grandfather played at Oklahoma. His grandparents still live in Norman. A ton of family in the Mustang area. His dad, I believe, played defensive back at Tulsa, if I'm not mistaken. And his older brother, get this. His older brother was the quarterback that Kyler Murray unseated at Allen High School. (laughs) Uh, But his older brother also ended up going on to wrestle at Oklahoma and is an OU grad himself. So, a lot of OU ties for Peyton Pierce. And his dream was always to go play linebacker at Clemson. Why? Because Brent Venables. So, There's a very compelling case for Peyton Pierce as the potential first commitment of the 2024 cycle. I have long considered it uh, a formality that he is a sooner at the end of the day. I think I put the crystal ball in like may. So yeah, I would be shocked shocked if he is not a key component of Oklahoma's 2024 class.
0: Well, since everyone's in a good mood today, let's use that good mood into some giving. How about it? Huh? Let's donate some diapers for, uh, for the center for children and families. Uh, the ref is teaming up with Mitchell's Jewelry today. We are trying to get to a goal of, let me make sure I have this number right before I say it wrong. We, we want to donate today 2,500 diapers. So come on, Ref Army. You guys are loyal. You're giving. You're awesome. Everyone's in a good mood today. So let's all, let's all contribute to the cost today. If you can come by Norman here at Mitchell's Jewelry, just drop off some diapers. They really need diaper size 5 and 6 if you could bring some of those. But if you're not in the Norman area, I know we have so many people listening uh, worldwide via the app. Uh, You can go to ccfinorman.org. That's ccfinorman.org backslash donates and then comment baby pantry slash diapers on there for a uh, monetary donation on that. Travis Davidson joins us next for the 918. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. for the homeless theater fans.